I just owned it. <laughs> and uh, <coughs> sorry. Should I just go? Are we gonna? How's it? This is Adam Smith. Na 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 na. Commander Smiths. That's it. Fucking cheater. Have I done that one yet? I don't know. No, because I wouldn't be this mad. <laughs> I don't remember being this mad. I, I know I say this every week. It takes me probably the longest to freaking... I have a, a song that's now a month in that I've been writing, Running, trying to get on. the words. Oh, man. And you just did that. <laughs> Literally when you're sitting across from me and going, oh, shit, I need yeah, a song. You're running through and be like, what superhero stuff have we not and haven't done on <laughs> Let me guess. That's Batman. Correct. I don't know who it's by. Uh, well, it's the Adam West version from way back. In <laughs> oh, the day. okay. So it was Adam that's, West. That's a, well, no. Adam West was the Batman. I know. From the, but do you think he's the backup I don't singer think for he, that? No. <laughs> I don't like, think he's saying that. Like kids' voices. Because his would be more like na 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 na. Not that. That's <laughs> no, more that was, like Will Smith. Yeah, I was gonna say getting jiggy with it. Na 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 na. Oh, Batman. that's my song. <laughs> Will Smith should come out with a Batman song. Welcome to Smith. We are the Commander <laughs> you were starting to talk in the middle. Of it. I'm Adam Smith. I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. I didn't know you were going to continue talking. I didn't either. <laughs> My bad. This is episode number 94. Woo! And Lowry is such a fucking cheater. I do not this like is, you. It's not a Lowry. game. I not do a game. not like you. Not a game. I was going to do another green eggs and ham reference. Ooh, that's a good one too. Uh okay. Well, let's get it right <clears throat> off the bat. I kind of I'm thirsty. Oh, we could do that. And we have something special from our fellow podcasters, uh, CMD Tower. And they do uh, two podcasts, Brews and Builds and Action 4 News. And uh, I'm going to be guest starring on their show in a little bit. We're recording it tomorrow. But it'll be a week or two. I think it was like the 17th or something. I'm scared of corks. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, but this is a gift from them. Uh, I got... And it is uh, Boulevard Brewing 30th is it from anniversary. Kansas City? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Boulevard's out of Kansas City. So this is 30th anniversary ale, barrel aged blend. Oh my god! Um, all the way over there. This is like a mixture of like eight different beers that they do. Um, it sounds I like something I used it. to do, like when I was a kid going to the buffet and like you did a, a taste of every single pop. You just put them each. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what this sounds like. That uh, could be, that could be <laughs> pretty accurate. But yeah, so Lowry's going to guest on uh, two of their, their action, action for news. And then the actual episode, the bruise and builds. Um, so yeah, check that yeah, out we'll, in a couple weeks or check it out now, but check it out in a couple weeks when Lowry's on there. Yeah. We'll, we'll, talk about it when it's going to be released too i, I didn't get invited no, i'm just kidding you, I, <laughs> you made i'm excuses. too busy with uh, my stuff but i'll probably we're gonna get them on at some point here on yeah once once we get our updated equipment larry you have a lot of head on that drink uh, you're welcome <laughs> cheers cheers thanks guys so this this week it's been sponsored by cmd tower Ooh, that is delicious i like that that's a pretty good beer. I can taste like eight different beers. Yeah. Okay. You know, <laughs> no, very good. Uh, this is also 12 and a half percent. That's what I was about to ask. How am I getting home tonight? <laughs> I got to beat the you snowstorm. I'm going to sleep over. Mm-hmm. That was really good. I like that. That's all you're getting. That's yeah. All. I'm not going to drink any more than that because yeah. I will uh, not be able to drive home. Um, all right. So <clears throat> this week, we're going to we do. About? 
mana base. What? We're finally doing it. We're finally doing it. So this was uh, an idea that Mike Soda came up with a month ago. Yeah, plus we kept saying we were going to do it. Yeah, Adam's really good at promising things that <laughs> we're not going to do, but we're finally well, we doing it. we had it ready, and kind of, and then we kind of... <laughs> yeah, we just had the discussion for like an hour yeah, before on how we're, we're like, going to do uh, it. Okay, maybe we uh, change things up a little bit. But yeah, so we have uh, basically the whole episode... Is going to be mana bases. Yep. Uh, but before that, we have a couple things we need to address. Uh, we're going to do our tags. You can email us at any point for anything that you so need. Next. <laughs> Next. Uh, you can go to Patreon, which we actually have a new patron this week, uh, Hunter. Thank, Thank you, you Hunter. Thank you so much, Hunter. Is... You rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that copyright? <laughs> yeah, well, Do they copyright they that song? copyright it. <laughs> right, command zone. Take that back. You're a swell person. <laughs> can't believe you did that you rock <laughs> you know what's funny is it's in my head because they do it at the beginning of their episode all the time and so whenever i'm like hey thanks i'm like i want to say you rock too but you i'm impressed i just owned it <laughs> and uh <clears throat> sorry should i just go are we gonna how's it this is adam <laughs> smith <laughs> we're gonna get a cease and disorders yeah. uh letter from their lawyers Oh boy, uh, we love those guys though because it's. I'm glad we got this episode <laughs> in because we're done after this yeah. week. Uh, all right, I'm, so I'm gonna be now joining the CMD Tower yeah, you're, uh, you're podcast from now on. You're calling in. You're leaving me. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> you're gonna put it all on me. They're gonna shut us that down. Was Adam, I think they're just gonna shut us down. They're they're we're not even gonna do it. They're gonna get wizards to jump in and do it because uh, they have that power now. That'd um, be impressive that wizards even would like talk to us. Yeah, but like, I mean, okay, sorry, <laughs> okay, sweet. <laughs> they, they said our name. Uh, okay, uh, well, actually, really quick, I want to get into the, something talking about wizards there. Oh, uh, what happened this do week? Do we want to do that right now? Uh, this is going to be like a 12 minute tags session, but yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Twitter. so kind of funny, just a really funny thing that happened this week. I don't know if you guys all saw the. The Netflix thing, something you shit can say while having sex, but then... But also for your company's slogan or yeah. whatever. So all these companies were doing stuff, and you, you guys know Trombley. We talked about Trombley a bunch. He's been on the show. So he He's added the one, wizards on it. Well, he, he actually is the one that pointed it out, like sent me a text, and yeah. he was like, hey, check this out. And I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. And then he's like, yeah, I'm really disappointed with how wizards did it. And I was like, oh, what'd they say? And so he like showed, like sent us both that. Uh, and then he proceeded to be like, ah, I can't believe you didn't, was it the tapping? It was something about, it should have been something with tapping. tapping. He's like, I'm not mad. He did the whole father thing, which yeah, is awesome. Just disappointed. We use that. I'm not mad, yeah. just disappointed. So then wizards <laughs> did. Their response was something about 13 years old on their package. <laughs> yeah. And it and showed it a like, picture of 13 plus. So it had like a not frowny face, but like the sideways face. Kind of like... And you see Trombley underneath him, underneath that goes, oh, that's much better, but I thought you'd do something more with your box. And then you have one more comment, and then you have another comment that said, uh, you probably should delete that as soon as possible. For sure. <laughs> and within minutes, it was deleted, but it was too late because everybody screenshotted it, and then... kind of got tossed around as, what the fuck is the Twitter guy yeah. But it was funny because it, it was like, you were seeing people... Tag Trombley. <laughs> yeah, like, and then we just RC kept on seeing Revolver did this and Twitter. this. And we're like, holy shit, <laughs> Trombley got some. He's more famous going. than we are <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the magic world at this point. They don't know it, and he doesn't know it, but <laughs> we know it. But yeah, so that's the little uh, thing that happened on Twitter this week. So that was our friend's fault. Yeah, our, <laughs> thanks, Trombley. 
Uh, okay, and then the free way to contribute to... Oh, and with the Patreon, that's where you guys can go to donate money. Help support us and like we're getting new, about, equipment, new equipment, which is going to be great. And that's because Maybe. of you guys actually donating. We wouldn't be able to actually do that. Yeah, with... we don't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> but we wouldn't be able to do it if they didn't contribute yeah, to that. So, being, but yeah. the free way to do it, YouTube, go there. And what's our next thing? Twitter. Twitter. That's we pretty... have a giveaway that we were supposed to do last week. Yeah, during the week, but we never did it because it. You know, I was watching the Vikings game today. It took me three quarters to put all this damn. Fuck, <laughs> There's a lot of retweets for all. All it's going to take is five seconds, and this took me like two hours to make both of these spin wheels. So we're going to okay. do it live on the air. Let's so the first right one now. is Lowry's quip. Oh, there's no, no, no. Is that yeah? yeah that's Lowry's, Lowry's quip. quip. Why My don't you quip. go ahead and spin it, Lowry? Oh, I'm scared now. Should spin, I do the double? All right. So we're going to do this live on the air. Whoever the quip. Is <laughs> <laughs> who's our busto? That's, that's number two. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> number two gets the clip. <laughs> that's easy. You don't even have to ship it. You can just go ahead and deliver that one. It's funny because it isn't just like three people. There was probably, I think, if I put in there, is like fifty to seventy people that actually <laughs> like, and here. some of them doubled up. But yeah, it's kind of funny. All right, so let's. Move. I'm sorry. <laughs> Congratulations, number two. <laughs> He's like, damn it, why couldn't I just win like something that's useful? Now? For sure. All right, so this one's much bigger. Oh yeah, a lot okay, there's a huge here. difference. Uh, Lowry, why don't you go ahead and spin that one? I'm afraid of this one. Um, hit, 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 hit. Spin, spin, spin. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. So it's Avon. What is it? A Vinersel. A Vinersel. A Vinersnil. A Vinersel. A Vinersnil. Sell. Uh, so it's A V N E R C E L L. So I don't know who that is. Though. We will tag you on Twitter as the winner, and then we just know. need you to send us a message back. We'll get you guys' address and all that. <laughs> Adam, we'll just we'll give it to you on your birthday. Lowry <laughs> 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 will bring it up for your birthday in a couple of weeks here. So, uh, but yeah, thank you guys for retweeting all that. That was our sweet, awesome, great hand giveaway. Yeah, thanks so much for uh, spreading the word and. We'll probably do it again Another in the next year. Win Lowry's crap. <laughs> That's what the next one. I could. I got plenty of crap I could send out. <laughs> All right. Plenty. Should we? Uh, should we get into the episode? Is there anything else we want to talk about? I think that's. So real quick, I, I want to kind of like follow up from last week. The thought that I forgot to say during the Modern Horizons discussion where, about where finance. he sat there and said, "All I wrote down was Modern Horizons <laughs> on a sheet of yeah. paper." <laughs> so I was thinking with Modern Horizons and Pioneer. Um, I think they're going to open up the ban list, or they should at least. Um, so that's the finance part of. I think they're going to start, and that's just a feeling. That's not something you're hearing from for sure. Else. This is just like I'm looking at it and going, uh, the the format is being allowed to be more, uh, more powerful because so they're they're more they're they're promoting all, pioneer a little bit more, yeah. and now and that's going to be the less powerful format. Mm. They're going to and I, Modern Horizons was so powerful. So this is that's a thought logic that I'm having, and so cards like Splinter Twin, um, I said it earlier. It's the green one that sacrifices creature, goes and finds birthing pod, birthing pod. Cards like that, they might even allow Storm to become like a more powerful deck as well. Because what you need to is just finance wise, I think it's a good idea to go and look at the ban list for modern. And see which ones can easily come off. Are kind off. of the borderline, and I and I think those cards double when they're at least. So finance wise, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, last year I picked up foils of the Splinter Twins mm-hmm. at like seven bucks or something like that. 
if this gets unbanned, your thought was Splinter Tune could jump up to twenty. It depends on how much the I think format. Easy. I think it's going to be the most popular deck. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying the format wise, modern. You know, it. I think once the dust settles with Pioneer, and you know, everybody gets their place of where they're playing and all that. Right now, mm-hmm. Pioneer is the hype. I think it needs a few months. Like we talked about last week. Yeah, calm down a little bit, and then people jump back into where they like. I still, you know, people are gonna be like, I still like modern more. I still like Pioneer more. Mm-hmm. I think you're right that if they un that card could definitely jump up to a and, twenty. Yeah, and all card. I'm saying is, I think it's more likely those mm-hmm. cards will be on ban now. Yeah. I agree. I, I agree with that. So that's what you meant by when you just wrote down Modern Horizons on your yep. sheet of paper? It was a good idea. <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump right into this. Uh, actually, we want to start off with the land. So what do you start with when you're going with your lands? How many do you <clears throat> typically start with? Do you have a number when you're going to make your deck and you're like, this is where I start, and then you uh, change it depending on your your curve I... on everything? I go 38. So you always go 38. I go 38 lands unless I'm like elves. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the curve, I am always 38. I can't, unless I've played or was building elves, which was one time a decade ago, you know, when the, the mono green commander deck came mm-hmm. out. Like, <clears throat> I can't think of a time where I was more or less than 38. It just, for me, 38 just feels so much better mm-hmm. i haven't had the issues i hate being flooded hate being screwed but i'd rather be flooded so i or maybe maybe 37 but like you're splitting hairs there mm-hmm. and so i stuck with a number that i really like of 38 and i think other people need to figure those things out like if you want to run short on land and you're going ah, i'm getting shit on lands more times than you like up the land count it mm-hmm. doesn't matter <clears throat> What are you trying to give a hint to me? Is that what you're saying? No, I don't. Kidding. I don't think you. I don't. I, there, there are a lot of times where I, I don't ever hear you go. God, I'm out of land. Hmm. Like it doesn't happen often. No, it's um, more than me. The uh, the funny thing is when we first started, uh, I kind of went with the one third idea because uh, that's kind of how I did the sixty card decks. Mm-hmm. It was one third, mm-hmm. one third, one third. So that's thirty three. So lands. I was playing thirty three lands. <clears throat> And man, there were so many freaking mulligans, <laughs> <laughs> or games that you just get screwed out of on, and you're you're just sitting there and not so really. So thirty three is not enough. No. So my number when I start is thirty six. So I start with thirty six, and then depending on the curve, if I, and if I'm able to cut enough cards, <laughs> that's the hard <laughs> part is I already have too many cards. Where I'm like, I just want it. Why do we even have to have land? I just want more cards in my deck, but. Uh, when we were going through the decks here before we were kind of looking at this, I had one deck that was 35, but that was, um, I think it was my ninjutsu deck, which sure. doesn't have issues with land. <clears throat> Everything costs three or less pretty much. Well, that doesn't, there's a lot of big casting cut stuff, but those aren't supposed to like come out of my hand. Not necessarily. Yeah. They're supposed to go on top of my deck. So it's ninjutsu out and all that. So that I don't need a lot of mana on that one. And you're um, drawing a ton of cards in there. Yeah. And a lot of my creatures that come into play, you know, some of them, I should say, the artifact ones, go search for a land, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Then I had, I think, one or two that was at 37. I never got up to 38, I don't think. So I think one one thing that I like about 38 is I, even though... It's even. 
I'm not really an even guy. I'm kind of odd. Yeah, but, but is it, it doesn't that number just feel better than I, I wouldn't want to play 37 if I was going to go 37. I did have a couple of them, but I'd want to jump up to 38. Now that I know that it's 37, I want to jump up to 38. Yeah, no, or it get feels weird one. for you. Yeah. All right, <laughs> gotta go 36 or 38. That's that's probably it's OCD. OCD. But yeah. <laughs> um, for me, like maybe one thing that you need to pay attention to when you're building a deck or when you're playing through it is just making sure that you're hitting your land drops. Mm. And that doesn't necessarily always mean having land in your hand, but it's like drawing into land. Like, Mm. are you drawing enough cards to be able to play spells and land? Or are you just drawing a bunch of spells that you can't play a bunch of? Or am I only, you know, if I'm drawing too many lands and they're just getting stuck in hand. So like, those are things where you want to work around and those are specifics to your deck Mm -hmm. that we're not going to really get into today. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I I never, I never go below 38. Another reason why I do that though is because it'll like, I try and stick to pretty close, precise numbers is because, well, it's just 38. Um, and we'll get into it, but my basics I have at 12. Mm-hmm. And it's just a number that I stick to because it allows me to know what to go get, how many I have of them, do I need them, um, and what is my likelihood of getting them. So you even do 12 when you have five? Uh, I do go a little bit short on that, but it's it's more like 10. Mm-hmm. So you're, it's like you're going two, even. two of each color. <laughs> yeah. So do you um, ever have one where there's more than the other? Barely. So, um, going with like my Golos deck that I made, that's five colors. I have all the gates. Like, I'm breaking all of my normal rules because of um, <laughs> spice and for that. The reason uh, what I have in there is two of each, but I have one less black. So, I only have one swamp and then I have one more forest mm-hmm. because, like, I look at it and I don't, I don't have any only black spell in there. Mm-hmm. And everything for black is like, or for swamp is like either. A multicolored card, or a, um, uh, or a an ability like on Golos. So the interesting thing when you're talking, so it's about, like so minute. Like with the black idea, um, sometimes what I'll do is I will do less basic if I'm using something that's solely like Bajukabog. That kind of takes my one of my swamp spots. Sure, you know what I'm saying? I, I so can I see have that, my yeah, numbers. Yeah. So my numbers aren't spo- so specific of. <clears throat> 12 basics mine range when we get to each one here mm-hmm. when we go to each category so that but that's kind of the reason why because i'll kind of i try to balance them out because even if you have a more green or you know more of a, a certain color mm-hmm. you still don't want to get screwed and you're only drawing that color and you really need the other For one. sure so you kind of want to still be close to 50 50 or 33 33, 33, 33 or you know 25 25 20 20 <clears throat> that's, there we i i lean a lot more towards the th- you know the 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 balance mm-hmm. of colors and i agree it. that that you definitely especially with the thing is that and that was kind of interesting when we were going through my decks because i decks that i've killed that i had that i made a while back but i didn't want to like get rid of them like scion the ur dragon mm-hmm. we just looked at that one that was before i used to play fetches like i didn't play fetches at all um yeah that mana base looked like, horrid <laughs> <laughs> it looked all right i mean you know, it was but fetches just make I would, so just sliding into that, fetches are so important. Yes. So run your basics. I guess we. How many basics do you run in five? Five. Four? So we're gonna we're gonna lump four and five together. Yeah. Because they're pretty much. The there same. isn't a huge difference. I mean, I would say 
going down to four, you can get a little bit more utility lands, maybe a yeah. one or two, three uh, more utility lands. And again, lands if it's more five. specific utility lands, we're not going to go into that. Yeah. We will go into because the each, general utility lands. Each that deck we like. is different. Like if you have a deck that's draw based, well, then you're going to want these type of lands. You know, there's always these utility lands that you're like with use. your with Eureka with his Eureka deck. His lands are either like the unblockable black blue mm, man land creeping tar pit or whatever is or it? shizo's death store where it gives evasion mm. like those kind of cards so it's very specific to that kind of deck and so we're not going to really go over where those cards go we're just going to kind of give you a general idea outline of what you should have for each of yeah. these and then mm-hmm. you do what you want to do with your if utility you don't stuff. hear the land <clears throat> like type or card name in this list you should get rid of it. <laughs> Don't use it. <laughs> so starting off with f- four and five colors, I typically run three to four basic lands. Uh, of each or only three or four? Of each. Okay. So, so you're of going... each basic land, sorry. Okay. So five, you're sitting almost at... Five gets a little tough. Five, I'd be you're down talking... to the three. Yeah. You know. So you're talking 15... 15 basic lands and, and i wouldn't i wouldn't argue with that you you rewind this about five years ago i would have said zero basic lands. you would have <laughs> i'm pretty sure in your cyan or dragon deck there was there was there's a couple basic, basics. there's there two was. in there in each there was two because uh i went in after uh we've told that story many times but Larry send triplets i wiped all my non-basics and i didn't have a single basic in my deck. yeah wave of vitriol yeah, yeah. um and with like winds of abandon, like because uh, up until that point, I was like, "There's no. Why do we have basics? This is stupid you. basics. There's no downside. <laughs> that might to have been why I played it too. <laughs> like, I'm gonna fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, and so I, 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 I think in my mind for a five color deck, I want at least. Um, I probably go eight to twelve, mm-hmm. and you're saying fifteen to twenty. No, no, no. For, With five, 15. You're going 15. Well, is basically the, the yeah, number. Yeah, about 15. Yeah. If you're going four color, then you can maybe jump up to four. So then you're at 16. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're like around 15 for basics. And mm. I think basics are pretty important. Um, just if you're, you know, Path, uh, Path to Exile is always played. Mm. Um, there's that, like I said, Winds of Abandon. You got to go get basics. Wave of Vitral. Yeah, Winds um, of Abandon now is going to be... That's a yeah. brutal card if you're... Um, there's the Ixalan card that um, exiles all creatures and you got to put basics into play. Tap, like having enough of those so that you just don't get completely fucked on that kind of... Mm. Those kind of cards... Like, I think that's decently important to keep in mind. Then in the next spot is <clears throat> the very next cards I look for is dual lands. Yeah. Every single dual land I put in there. We're saying fetches. We said fetches, right? Get your fetches. Yeah. But, okay, let's talk about that really quick. Yeah. Uh, I, have that, I have that on my third spot. I, dual lands I go for next. Like, if I'm building it, I'm like, dual lands I get first. And I say fetches. Fetches are... You're having both of them, but you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I, in my opinion, fetches are the most important land there are. I think dual lands. Why? Because they the real dual lands. Sure, sure. Yeah, we're talking revised. I know you're beta. you're saying the fetches to go search for the mana that you want, especially when yeah, you're in a four exactly. or five color. But you need the duels. Then they don't. You have don't it. I don't think you need them. <laughs> I don't think you. Well, actually, what I was going to say is the duels. If you don't have the duels, the shock lands is would be the next spot instead of sure. If you have the duels, use the duels here. If you don't, use shock lands in this spot. Mm-hmm. Everything I say mm-hmm. here that's duels, I mean shocks. I think I think saying that you need them 
is a little bit of a disservice because they are so expensive. Yeah. And I think it's reasonable to say those cards are just too expensive. It's unreasonable to buy. And if somebody says that, I go, you're right. Yeah. You're totally right. Get so the if you don't have them. Yeah. And those are but the next best thing. <clears throat> Shocklands are in standard. They're starting you know, to go up. 10 to 20 as, bucks. Yeah. Pioneer is going to put pressure on them. Um, but keep those. Have them in your collection for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, to a degree. Agree. So fetch lands. How many fetch lands would you get? Uh, so in five color, what I do is I go five real fetches. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something of a balance. I try and run about five fetches in all my decks, but in five and four color, five real fetches. Now, again, you're running into the dual land thing here. Um, if you don't they have the money, expensive. they're very expensive. Uh, <clears throat> I so then the you night, can kind of go with the evolving wilds thing I, for five color. I just, I don't because i think it's just too rough yeah but what um, would you do if you didn't have the fetches if you didn't have the fe- i would not run five color <laughs> <laughs> i probably just won unless you are really heavy on the other yeah it's tough just because it's probably more ingrained on me and and more people would t- say more fetch is better you can run all 10 fetches mm-hmm. um i would for sure get the cheaper ones from cons to tarkir like just yeah yeah, for sure, get, the, get the, the cheaper ones, yeah. unless you're a collector and you like the old school or whatever. But that's all yeah. the ones I have. Are f- but, yeah, the ones from Zendikar are pretty much all expensive. Mm-hmm. They're all more expensive than the cons of Tarkir uh, fetches. But the nice thing is, is fetches can go in any deck. Even if they look like they're off-color, they don't have a mana symbol on them. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't have to be exact. And you mentioned that. <clears throat> earlier this year and i started doing that i wasn't doing that before i was kind of it's i think it's the ocd part is like i'm using these colors <laughs> why do i have these but i started doing that more and that does help out a lot instead of your next best thing is the evolving wilds your what is it the and terramorphic expanse <clears throat> those... i agree i once once we get into three color i think those go there i think but, they're fine there so i guess here's what i'll agree with you on Budget-wise, if you're a player and you're like, okay, I want to build a four and five player, five <clears throat> color deck, what should I? What are my goals? I think your the realistic goal. If you don't have fetches and you don't have duels, you start with the fetches because that you can get mm-hmm. you yep. can get the fetches with the shock lands, and then you know you're just as good with that. You know you can decide if you want to take two damage or not or whatever. Mm-hmm. But fetches start working your way. That's how I I got. I think I think we would both agree mm-hmm. that shock lands. Just kind of go in every deck. They just if, if you have the duels, <clears throat> you don't need the shocks. In I this would spot. I would replace dual lands with the Battle for Zendikar lands. Mm. If you're running, I for again personally, that's why I like twelve basic lands because generally I'm going to have two basic lands within that, and I can go and fetch for a Battle for Zendikar land. But those aren't a full cycle of them. No, so not. that's the hard. So part. that does make it yeah. tough as so well. So we get into that too a little bit later. There are a bunch of them that are half full cycles, cycles yeah. which kind of sucks. But at some point they'll be full, hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I, in my four and five colors, I love to put the scry lands in here because um, it adds giving me a draw, a bit more consistency, you know. And instead of doing shock lands, I'll probably mix in a couple shock lands if I'm heavy on a certain color or something like that. But I'll typically throw my scry lands in at four and five as well i i also use scry lands probably because i don't have all the duels and so i try and um probably skew those scry lands towards blue 
because I don't have tropical island, volcanic island, underground sea. Those are, you know, blue X, blue mm-hmm. X. And so I know that it's going to be harder for me to fetch or consistently get blue. So I do probably slide towards more blue on those scry lands. Um, and then some, these aren't, I wouldn't say utility. These are just ones, especially if you're playing a four or five color deck, uh, command tower always for sure. All these, every Absolutely. command tower is going to be in every single one of these. Cause even in two color, you want to use that, um, exotic orchard I had in here path of ancestry. I like to use in all like oh, same as command. You, yeah, Cause you I like, like scrying. That. Scrying is my thing. So I like that. And it's better if you're using it in a tribal deck because then you're I, able to take advantage of the scribe. But if you're also playing a commander that you're casting a lot, mm-hmm. this is also a, a good advantage. Yeah, you, I, I do like Path of Ancestry in a five and four color deck. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, then City of Brass, Reflecting Pool, and one I don't have, but I have on my list is Mana Confluence. I don't have that card in fucking mm, a. It went you up. know what? Yeah, <laughs> I have one of them, and I don't have a proxy of it. But yeah, that does go in five. That's color why you decks. don't, because I don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and one that I don't know if we want to talk about right now, but uh, Cavern of Souls. Mm. Yeah, that's, I guess that would be a good spot. Because um, that uh, you, comes into play, you name a creature type, and that creature type can't be countered, and you can create any color for uh, that creature type. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, it, yeah. like in five color, I'm okay with it there. If you got it, you know, smoke it if you got it type thing. So I... I'll play that. I don't smoke, by the way. <laughs> if I'll play that in more decks than not. So I play it more than you would play it. Yeah. Uh, I'm. It's for sure a tribal card. Yeah, it's a tribal yeah. card, but it also kind of going along the lines of if I'm casting my commander a lot or if I really depend on that commander to come out and I don't want it to be countered, I'll put it in there as well. And I, I, I think I've even considered if I have like a sub theme mm-hmm. of the uh, the creature type. So like in Niv Mizzet Perun, even though that's two colors, that's really heavy mana. And you're also kind of playing naturally a lot of wizards around that. Yeah. So you can kind of name wizards, and it helps. And I and I and I, I believe that works there. But when you're, or like you know five color dragon decks, I think. For me, it can be kind of a trap. Like if you're really like spell heavy instead of creature heavy, it's probably just not good enough in my mind. Which I only have one deck that comes spell heavy. <laughs> it's Niv Mizzet. Yeah, <laughs> but you also everything every other creature in there is a wizard mm. as well, so it kind of works out. Yeah, so that's why I typically have it yeah. every deck because I'm all about creatures. I like took the place of you when we were kids because you always like creatures, creatures, creatures. <laughs> I'm still pretty creature heavy too. Yeah, you are. I'll admit that. Well, I mean, you have a fucking only creature deck, <laughs> Nikki. That's pretty damn good. Too. <laughs> it is a sweet deck. I haven't seen that one play in a while because you keep making so many damn decks. Uh, okay, so that was pretty much all I had on my list. I did have a note on the side: um, five monocolor or oh. monofixing lean green. But that was something we were gonna like. Yeah, it's not even address part of it. when we get to that. Yeah. Uh, another card that I think goes in every multicolored deck. And maybe even monocolor deck, but Ash Barons. Um, that's a, it's a pay one basic land cycle that card, and then you get to go and search for any basic land and put it in your hand. Um, it's a, it's cheap. It's like two bucks, uh, and it, it helps. You know, it's colorless. It gets you any color that you you need or mm-hmm. screwed on. Uh, it's a shuffle effect still. I don't um, typically play with that one, and I and I absolutely love that one for any color. Mm-hmm. Um, that again, that might be my next favorite land next to fetches. 
So no, it's kind of like a fetch in a way. Yeah, in, in a way it is. Uh, okay, so should we move into... So I also wrote in this category, this is the least amount of utility lands. You're going to have not as many spots for your utility Agreed. lands because Agreed. you're taking your spots up with fetches, your dual lands, scry lands. And you want to be ones. consistent yeah. and make sure that you're hitting your colors and getting to where you want. Also with five color, like this isn't really land, but in your in your spell based, you don't want much more than like two mm-hmm. of a kind of color in there. And it's probably something that you're heavy in anyway. So like if you're heavy green, it's okay to have like two green and a colorless, but you don't want to be like, I'm going to play this four Like, I don't want to play a five, a four black spell in a five color deck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the extreme. But just don't do that. And mm. you got to be conscious a little bit of what you're doing. Like Cryptic Command in a five-color deck or your heavy green yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> it probably is going to work a couple times. But, but more often than that, you're going to get screwed. It's going to get stuck in your deck unless you have phenomenal mm. land. Yeah. So unless you're Lowry and playing land for some reason gets half his deck out of land. Because I run my... He runs 38. (laughs) I run 38. Hit my lands. All right. So now we move into three-color decks. Uh, You have a little bit more utility lands here. Here, you still run 12, right? Yes, I absolutely run run 12 12 basics here. Um, I run five to six basic lands each. So each color. So I'm at that 15 mark, I guess. 15 to 18? Yeah. Uh, What... Here, here's a question because this personally three colors is my favorite amount of colors i like to play with mm-hmm. do you have a preference do you like three or two or five or one i think i, I think, I think i'm a two You're like two? if we looked at my decks when we were just going through them all and that might be just because of what came out yeah i think two because last year was um a lot of two color yeah. pairings so i built a lot of those two seems easier of course <laughs> of fixing or not mono fixing what are we using mono base mana base but i do like three because you get more options with stuff but i think i typically build two color decks is my my jam two and then three well so here i also run five fetches plus ash barons but i don't run five real fetches i run three and then i run terramorphic expanse and what about prismatic and fabled passage that's something that i need to get more of there yeah so those that's what i I, so i didn't put i didn't have evolving wilds and terramorphic expanse until i got to two color at this point uh prismatic and fabled take those spots i I think you're right i think well i I think those probably (laughs) but again those are brand new I, yeah, they're brand new. They haven't really infiltrated my decks quite yet, so I'm not used to that. But they're they are pricier, so I don't think there's any shame in playing. No, T Expanse sure. and Evolving Wilds and in, in but if we're place. talking about getting fetches, I think you need to get these on your list as well. Prismatic and Fabled are pretty yeah. damn and good again, cards. If you just get one and then you do the proxy rule that we do, it, I think it helps a ton on the wallet. Yeah. Oh man. Because that's what you want to play these in almost every deck. Exactly. Right? These, those, you don't um, want to go, go buy five, six, seven, eight, ten, yeah. twelve, fifteen, t- you know, copies of these. You just want to get one and then move on, and you have it in every single deck. I, mm-hmm. I, I say it more often than not. I love that we did this proxy rule. It saves money. Land, and- land base was the major reason mm-hmm. why I wanted the proxy rule with our group. Yeah. Was just so that you didn't have to go out and buy. Every you know, everybody could just pick up one fetch and be mm-hmm. fine. It 
Yeah, you go back to our episodes. We've talked about this multiple times, but it just made all our decks more efficient. Everybody's mm-hmm. decks more mm-hmm. efficient because you just have everybody has their sensei top, which I guess gets more repetitive. You keep seeing the same cards, but you it's, need to. It's, I think there's a difference in like glue versus a game winner. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a huge difference. Like, I don't care if I see you play. Everybody at the table has a sensei's defining top. Fine, mm-hmm. but if I die from crater hoof from three out of four players on the field then you're just like god i'm fucking bored of this card <laughs> like there's a big difference in my mind yeah we didn't have anybody die from crater hoof the last time did we i i was only there for two games <laughs> i might have killed somebody with crater hoof now that i'm thinking about it <laughs> uh so in three color decks i also run the trilands that are from shards of alara or cons of tarkir depending and i on don't you <laughs> I don't like lands that come into play tapped. I typically like to play something that just gave me all colors, you know, like a reflecting pool. But we yep. also saw that reflecting pool was in that that deck as well. And, and I think uh, when it comes to like the going down to three colors, I you know still command tower. Yeah, I all like ex- those still I, I like exotic orchard for the most part in there still. I don't play path of ancestry. Mana confluence is fine. I don't I don't end up playing city of brass in a three colored deck. No. Uh, but I may yeah. take City of Brass in that spot over a, a Tri-Land that comes into play tapped. And, and yeah, I don't think I would argue that. It's it's probably just more my prefer- mm-hmm. preference um, because I have a problem of coming out really fast and looking like a threat. Oh, yeah. So I almost have to purposely slow myself mm-hmm. down a little bit. And that's why I like Terramorphic Expanse. And evolving wilds a little. So why don't bit you too. just play all the tap lands then? <laughs> because I still I want to be good when I need to be good. <laughs> so like oftentimes like they're fine. Um, also tap lands don't shuffle. Like the shuffle effects are really important mm-hmm. when it comes to like Mary's Guile, Sylvan Library, uh, Sensei Divining Top, anything where you're messing with the top and you're paying attention. Yeah, but I'm talking about the three the lands the three lands that come into play tapped. Like, the the tri lands. Yeah. Yeah, those are fine. I, again, that's. It's just a little bit of slowing a concession Lowry for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit of a concession for me. Um, I, what Lowry I could, is saying is, I'm too good. <sighs> I need I'm, to make myself handcuffed a little bit so I can come down to these peasants and play with them. I think. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, little this, peasants! This might. This is actually going to end up being part of the discussion with CMD Tower on brews and builds. Or oh, really? On action for news. Politi- yeah. or, it's going to be Paul. Yeah, we're going to have a politics discussion. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, the problem with that is politics-wise, it doesn't. If you come out slow, everybody kills you. If you come out fast, everybody kills you. That's also going to be part of the discussion. Yeah, I was going to say you you have no choice but to actually come out fast because otherwise you're going to die. <laughs> I just look so I've innocent. And I just sit there. I don't know how. But, so frustrated. But, but when you're not there, they're like, uh, I don't know. When in doubt, kill the Smiths, kill Adam and Lowry. And I'm like, where's Lowry? I need him <laughs> to take the brunt of this because, uh, yeah, they end up attacking me at that point. But, um, okay. So it's just like a concession. Um, probably it, that's Are you probably saying a, it's a, like our, our tutor role or we don't tutor to make our decks a little bit yeah more random. It, it's, it can be a little bit of a remnant of just what, how i used to build decks too and i just haven't want i don't want to get rid of it it, it hasn't you know jeremy's gonna give you shit now because what you're sure. saying is you just you should be playing with tap lands uh no <laughs> this, this is at least three colors i if 
if you are playing tap lands, at least go get vivid lands. Yes. Like vivid meadow, vivid march, vivid crag. Like just at least go get those cards. And they're at least applicable in something with uh, like a Traxa. You're able to put more counters on it because like I have no problem with those lands. I'm not going to get mad at you or anything. But if you're just playing a fucking like. What if you gain a wife? <sighs> they're at least a step above the uh just tapped <laughs> just coming yeah i mean it is a at, life at though. least you put a little bit of thought into <laughs> yeah. it yeah uh I the scry lands that. are way better yeah 100 times oh better. for sure you have to do scry, scry lands are cheap at least if you got those at least just go pick up a you know a play set of scry lands and just get one just replace them yeah they're just better yeah. you, if 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 you're really on a budget get one proxy the rest or proxium and what you need like their temples and, are just good and moving into that scrylands is what i have in of course oh, well for sure we talked about scrylands in four and five so they'll be in three and they'll yep. be in two as yeah, well they're, so i don't they, need to mention that actually. temples i think i pick and choose on five color when i get down into three like they just i'm putting three in yeah. there i put in here and this wasn't alpha going off my decks but in this spot i put bounce lands when i built made my list i was kind of just being like okay if I was building a three color right now, what lands would I go grab? And that's kind of how I did it. And a bounce land is, uh, it's gruel turf and there's one for every color pair. When it comes into play, you got to return a land back to your hand. And then it's and two colors, whatever comes into play tapped. Yeah. So I guess what I, when I thought about it more, the reason why I do that is I play a lot of the scry lands, um, or lands that have, coming into play and does something, you know, like your mm-hmm. Halamar Depths, which is very similar to Scryland. And so I do actually end up doing that in games a lot is I'll play a Scryland and I have a Bounce Land in my hand. You know, I'll play... Yeah, it sucks. The Scryland comes into play tap, but normally that's early game. So I'm trying to look at the top of my library and You're all You're doing setup stuff. and everything. And then I drop the the, the Bounce Land, play the Scryland again. Next turn, I get the Scry again. So I get two uses out of it. Yeah, it comes into play <clears> tapped. But a lot of times I get a, a second use or Bajuka Bog where I'm able to remove somebody's graveyard if it's mm-hmm. a late game thing or something like that. Um, so I, I think that's and, why I start to put it in three, but I don't necessarily all like play all three in this spot. Like I might like play two. two. Yeah. I And I for me, Bounce Lands, I don't do. Until I can't think of one in three colors. I just don't. Yeah. Um, unless. Again, unless it really tailors to the deck, like if you're trying to be playing a ton of land mm-hmm. and you're just like juggling them back and forth with like explore burgeoning and you just always want to be getting that value, like that kind of deck probably wants more bounce lands, but like that's very specific. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I guess I'll, I'll keep going off of this. My favorite color with this is green, so I typically am playing oracle of moldiah and mm-hmm, i'm playing cards mm-hmm. that i'm able to play multiple lands a turn so yeah. it, it normally so it's not it's dropping like, you back nearly as much right so you're you're able to play that land that you just bounced you're able to actually tap it play the bounce <clears> land <throat> bring that back into your plan put it into play now it's untapped if it's a basic land mm-hmm. you know so you're actually getting another use out of it so I, I also would say like if you have untapping abilities like uh in play mm-hmm. or you're you're regularly going amulet like, of vigor or feast and uh sort of feast and famine mm-hmm. um you got the windborn muse so this this might be seaborn muse seaborn it, muse. it might be more situational but i tend to play with them a little more than i probably should i guess with three but like i said i don't necessarily play if i'm playing a three color all three of them it's one or two you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. And, and it also depends on the deck but and there i mean there's a little bit of, of theory behind that too is because 
if you have, you know, they're the, kind of like extra land, but they're also allowing you to hit your land drop a little bit later mm-hmm. on as well. Um, I don't really buy that argument, but it, it's if you're on a budget, I, I think that's perfectly a fine example to put up into three color. Mm-hmm. I'm not on a budget. You're not, but you're you're on preference. You're going. This is why I'm doing this it. This is why I do it. So I think I think when you have a reason to have a card that isn't necessarily perfect, and you're going, well, I'm using it for temples and da, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like, well, that that is at least a reason. Mm-hmm. It's not just I just put them you in. want to fall beyond. <laughs> yeah, I just put them in because if somebody wastelands me, I get fucked. Yeah, that's what I want. I guess a one card. When do you, do you ever use <coughs> Temple of the False God? I don't think you do, do you? Really? So actually, uh, one and two color decks I do. Okay. So uh, for sure one color. Oh, Let you me, know what? Uh, once we get there, I'll, wait, I'll, wait. I'll look at my And notes. I'll go on this. This might be another reason why I do two, why I do bounce a little bit here, is I play 36 lands. I'm a little bit lower on the land mm-hmm. count, and so that helps me feel like I'm getting a little extra value with two lands instead of it being yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where you're like, hey, I get to bring back a land you're still hitting your land drop mm. that's that's where it comes into play for you like and that's it's kind of working a little bit more for you and i think i don't play temple of the false god in three but two no, I I for sure have those in there um but some of the things that we talked about a little bit before the i wrote them as the not full cycle lands uh but it's like your battle bonds your horizon lands which canopy lands whatever you want to call them bfz lands your Cycle lands is from Amonkhet, Battle for Zendikar. So uh, I'll put maybe a couple horizons. of those in here, but they're not a full cycle, so you can't say for sure what colors you have. You know, yeah, but if work. you got them, you can use them. Yeah. Um, for me, the Amonkhet cycle lands, I don't use. You don't use at all. I I have used those in a couple decks. So actually, just to like play around with them and experiment with them, I did put them in my Kenrith deck mm-hmm. uh, because they're you know they're fetchable lands. Um. But they're also like it's just kind of like sometimes I'm drawing a bunch with that deck. It's like maybe I don't want that. I need to cycle it through. And and when you're playing with rare lands and you have them, I think saying that they're bad is you want to try them out and see why they're good, when they're good, and maybe they're not necessarily part of your everyday arsenal. But knowing why a card is good is also good mm-hmm. to know. So it's it's okay to experiment with lands. So again, like having gaining one life off a tap land is way better than just a tap, tap land. land. Because what if somebody's playing with Gruel Turf and returning it back to the hand, gaining another life? What if well, they then have, you gain two? Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I mean, like, what if yeah, you yeah. have uh, something that doubles life? Like, if you're a life gain deck, yeah, those based cards might life. not be awful yeah. in there. But and just coming into play tapped, there is no. <laughs> There Don't is do that. no good uh, that comes out of that. So it, it's if you can at least come up with a reason, like other than because I gain a life, <laughs> it's not that that you got to have a good enough reason. Yeah. Because um, I have one amulet of vigor in my ninety-nine card deck. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's not gonna work for you. <laughs> if you have trinket mage, you get to go tutor it up, put it into play. And then you can copy it with an, a, a copy artifact. But if you have a $20 card while you're playing with Tapland, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm trying to justify it for you guys, and it's not happening. It's talking to you, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think that's it on the three color. Do you add in... Uh, the next spot is where we add in all the other ones. I don't I, know. You know what? I would Do like, you put pain lands with, in here? 
Yes, I at least consider them. I consider cards Pain that I don't are... necessarily. No, 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 no. We you can don't... skip. It. Okay. Check lands, corset lands. I do put in three colors. Those I can see going in here. Check lands for and sure. They, and they most of the time replace like a dual land that I don't have. Original dual. Mm. They're just kind of replacing that. Gotcha. So um, check lands. If you don't know what those are, when they come into play. <laughs> They come into play tapped unless you control a forest or uh, island, island or, yeah. you know, it depends on what two colors you're playing or whatever. So those are a very good, you know, they're pretty, some, they're really cheap. You can get yeah. those relatively they're cheap. They're just, if you don't have them, buy them, instant re- replace your tapped lands. Yeah, for like sure. Just better. <laughs> just so much better. <laughs> you can make proxies of those too. Yeah, and, got they, and, they, and they check for dual lands as well. Yep, like with the Battlefield of Zendikar, your Amaket Skylands. All of them that have the dual uh, land types. Yeah. They check those. All right. So then we move into two-color decks. This is where this is why I like playing this one because you can use the most utility lands in this. You get to go crazy and make it a little more interesting. And I love lands. I love lamp. <laughs> I, love I love lands. lands. Uh, but that's where I like to use where we've talked about multiple times over the last you know few months about lands are very important they're a way that you can play something that you need in the deck like to that gives you that isn't just a land you know being able to use the utility lands um one of them sacrificing creatures or making your creature unblockable or you know there's so many different lands that you can use here that can take a spot in your deck that might be lacking something. Um, yeah, and two two colors tend to have a lot more utility yeah. lands for it. One has the most. <laughs> yes, I think I think we can go over that at the end. Do we even need to? I think we can talk okay. about them. <laughs> but here, uh, I'm not going to say utility. But at this point, I use six to eight basic lands for per, per color. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sitting at about. 12 to 16 so i'm almost hitting your 12 mark i'm still 12 well yeah i'm i'm 12 no matter what and then anything that i haven't filled out with utility or dual lands for two color i just fill that up evenly between the two colored basic lands then uh command tower path of ancestry all that fun stuff I, i and that's where i don't use the five colored ones other than command tower i don't go um, I still use path. I, like I said, I like to use Path of Ancestry a lot. Yeah, I, and that's just not unless I'm tribal. Mm-hmm. Like that just doesn't really do it for me. And and like we talked, and you probably already said it. And if you have a, a commander that's going to die a ton, yep, comes so out like, a lot. I could probably, I, I probably have this in Feather. Like it died last time I played. It, it died six <laughs> times. <laughs> that's not a bad one. Yeah, that's uh, great. But six I also times. might not need it in that deck either. Because I'm scrying oh, and drawing a ton good of cards. For you. you just don't need it. Yeah. You know, you'd rather have a land come into play untapped. Uh, at this point, I use duels and shocks. Um, actually, duels in and threes, shocks. I do duels and shocks for that too. I don't know why yeah. I didn't say that there. Yeah, we. Yeah. Uh, but I'll use both in that spot. And I use battle bond lands. You know, if they're oh, there, yeah. the battle for Zendikar for sure. Um, and two color. This is where I would for sure be playing. Like the modern horizon lands that tap, sacrifice, draw a card, mm-hmm. and they kind of deal you damage a little bit. Horizon canopy lands. Yeah, they're very which, similar to the cycle lands. Yeah. They're just more expensive. Again, those are not a full cycle lands because you got battle bond or battle bond horizon. Yeah, that is kind of funny. Uh, and then pain lands we had talked about. This is where you can kind of. This in. is where I, I for sure use 
uh, a pain land, which is like Shivan Reef, I believe, mm-hmm. would be an example. That's right. And I'll have a, a better layout. I'll have good examples of each type and where we would but use them. What the pain land is, it comes notes. in. You can tap it right away for a colorless, or you can tap it, pay one life, and for you like get a, a color. a blue. Yeah. Uh, check lands, we already talked about. Of course, use those here. Scry lands. Uh, here's where you can maybe get in man lands, depending on... Yep. Uh, and man lands are ones that... They can tap to turn into a creature. You know, tap. Uh, let's see. The creeping tar pit is. I think it's black, blue, one colorless, and it's a two-one unblockable. Three-two unblockable. Three, two unblockable. Uh, so that's where you can use something that people really won't see. And we don't typically. I don't see that in our group at all. Man uh, I have it in my Eureka deck, like we talked about, mm-hmm. but. I don't see it as much, and I don't actually don't play with it as much. I need to start using that because it is a good. I, I guess it. I will play with them more if they fit with the theme of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't won't just throw them in there. Like I won't throw in the. What is it? Stomping. What's the the red green one, which is pretty sweet. Raging Ravine. Yeah, Raging Ravine, where it gets a one one <laughs> counter and. Yeah, actually, I do have that in my Renee deck. Yeah, so that one's pretty so. sweet. The blue ones. Blue and white one's brutal. Yeah, Celestial Colonnade. Like, there, there are some really good ones. Some of them are, are expensive. Mm. But the Battle for Zendikar Man Lands, they're okay. They're not nearly mm. as good. Mm-hmm. But they're not bad either, I don't think so. Like, you could have, like, a Death Touch check and put the green-black Death Touch, 3-3 yeah. Death Touch. It, that'll stop people that would, from attacking you. Yeah. Um, they're really good cards after Wraths. So, like, you're going to have a creature on board. No matter what, mm-hmm. um, so I yeah I don't I don't dislike the man lands and this is this is where I consider the the Amiket cycle lands for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that helps a ton. This um, is when I put in having evolving wilds and terramorphic expanse, yeah. but I also have fabled passage, prismatic vista. But how again, many how many fetches do you like? That's one thing that I do. I only want like six lands, and that's like Ash Barons, five different types of fetches. Um, actually, this is where I start using Myriad Landscape as well at two colors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I have like seven fetches in my lands when it comes to that. And we've dropped out the tutors. Now, have you ever an, thought about that? I'll probably do an even number. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, five is kind of where I stick in my head. But it, uh, one, two, one, two, three, four. Yeah, I'll probably be four or five when I'm at a two color. It goes up a little bit as I get further in colors. Because you need you need more of it. Yeah. Uh, the the only reason why I say just don't stick all of your fetches in like a two and one or really anything is that the game takes a long time and shuffling takes a long time. Well, that's like why you you're shuffle. adding a, if you're if you're shuffling every yeah. other turn like it gets <laughs> for me it's annoying yeah. as shit. So like I, I try and have a limited amount of shuffle effects in mm. there. Um, and I and I understand like if you are more limited in what you can use for your mana base, like and in, in, that also matters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think five is about that. That number is what sticks in my head. I don't know yeah. why. I, so five, when you say that, it, is and like five gets me to consistently two or three times mm-hmm. um, during during a game, unless I get slaughtered. One but. thing I did add in here was uh, Nykthos is when I start to add that in here. I agree. That's, yeah. Because that one depends on how much color. When you're down to two, okay, now you you can have a little bit more, you know, of one color and get a lot more mana for that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. 
but that has gone up quite a bit. Also, Pioneer's fault. Pioneer's yeah. a crock. God damn you, Pioneer. All right. Uh, was there anything else in here? We had... I. This is where I do uh, bounce lands. Oh, yeah. Bounce lands in here. For sure. In a store corset. I'm not uh, even sure what Pam means. I got Pam. Pam? Got Pam. <laughs> Pan? Pam? That's bad when you can't read your own writing. <laughs> uh, also, the filter lands from Shadowmore and Eventide. Yeah. I for sure those use in those there. in two colors. Yeah. I do question using those at three, but generally I don't just for evenness sake. I don't know if I have the full set of those is my problem with those. Uh, I, I think picking up the cheap ones, I think there are some that are under 10. Uh, I think those are reasonable to yeah, go and pick up. printed in what, Masters 25? Uh, Masters 25, yeah, the, the enemy colored ones. Those I was are, just the, checking that the other day. Remember, we were like, pick those up, pick those up. Those, these are lowest. They've stayed the same price since we said the well, price. As long as they're out. not low. Yeah, I, I'm, I might go pick up some more here, yeah. too. Uh, and also, there is a bad filtering cycle of those uh, that are from Odyssey. So it's um, so the, the Shadowmore ones are pay a black and then you can make any combination of black like black 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 red 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 the odyssey filters are pay any one tap it and it'll make a black and a blue and mm. that's it mm-hmm. or a red and a black or a green you white. don't get to choose that. you don't get to choose yeah. the combination so they're like i call them bad filters <laughs> and they're cheap they're they're under two bucks there um, is uh, another fetches what are they from is it like mirage visions is it Visions, the ones where it has like the tarpet where they come yeah. in play into they're play? They're real tapped. bad. But and they're an option. They're real bad. But is it they come into play tapped? I'm trying to remember what what's they just search for I mean, Well, they they can search for a, a land type. Yeah. So they can get duels. And but I believe those also tapped. come into play tapped. Yeah. And there is uh, so I don't I don't play with those. No, but there's an but option. But again, that's probably an option. Uh those yeah, those are in Visions. Um and there's also Thawing Glaciers. Uh, which mm-hmm. is you can go and search for a basic land and put it into play tapped and it it comes into play tapped and it's a reserve list card. Yeah. We've talked uh, about alliances that card. and uh, that's one I only play if I'm doing uh, a bunch of land in a mm-hmm. turn and have heavy basics and stuff like that. So not normal. Uh, okay. <coughs> is that it for everything? Lands. One, one color? Lands. Oh, I guess we can talk about one. Everything we just talked about Goes into one color. <laughs> no, that's not true because none yeah. of them go. Yeah, in. you know, I actually don't want the duels. none of them. So go there, in you just go utility lands. Nykthos definitely goes in there. Uh, yeah, you Nykthos get, is awesome. Uh, but you get any your utility land things go in there. I mean, you can yeah. use, use myriad landscape for sure. Lotus field right there. Uh, yeah, I think Lotus field is fine. Again, if if you have any sort of land hate in your group. I don't like that. Yeah, but Lotus Field is the hexproof. Oh, it has hexproof, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, so they can't target but it. But they could still, you know, wave a vitrol. If that's yeah, if they're doing the uncommon non-basic land hate, that's hurtful. That's your once in a long time. Yeah. I, I like Lotus Field I think, a lot. I want to start playing with that a little bit more because I like that hexproof to it. I am I like it in a deck like Gitchrock Monster mm. where you're bringing lands back from your graveyard. Like where you're able to just not have. I that was playing Lotus yeah. Bloom. Yeah, you were. I was playing Lotus Bloom before Lotus Field, so I might that might sneak in a little bit. I do have that on my some utility lands to think about, but yes, I do have the Gitrog Monster. I do have the Mazarak deck, and what other? There's another one that I just built recently. That's a land based one. Oh, 
Or is it one I'm building? I don't know. Fucking A. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like destroying my lands and bringing them back. Yeah. Uh, util- like, you're just going to get more utility lands in your one color. Um, I think I'm normally around 20 basics when it comes to monocolor. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you can... I. I always consider cards like Buried Ruin that can bring an artifact back from your graveyard to your hand. Uh, Temple of the False God, which we said like yeah. it gets you two color or like two colorless. If you oh, have, yeah, and I would probably have that in my two color. Would decks. you? Yeah, and I consider that um, Ancient Tomb, which is two colorless. Tap it, deals two damage to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's again, that's like a twenty dollar card. But uh, Gaia Reach Sanitarium, which everybody draws a card and discards a card, um, and along with that other one that just everybody draws a card um i also consider salfrin void from dominaria which is it when it comes into play just scry one comes into play untapped it's a colorless um i know you don't like that one nearly as much uh i do it's in one or two decks um that's from you said dominaria right that's a dominaria yeah 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 uh, there are. I'll ter- play re- relique- Reliquary yeah. Tower. Yeah, there Reliquary we go. Tower. <laughs> Reliquary. There we go. Reliquary Tower. I'll play that when I have a deck that I'm drawing a lot. Rogue's Passage. If I need my stuff to get through. I'm um, still on like monocolor that I just like. Those oh, are like specific with colors. Yeah. Um, here, here's one for monocolor that I highly suggest you pick up a bunch of. I only have one, and I need to get a bunch more. Terrain Generator. I don't even know what that one is. Uh, can tap to create a colorless. Two, tap it, put a basic land from your hand into play tapped. That one, I think, can help you ramp pretty heavy in any non-green deck, but it's probably just good in green decks as mm-hmm. well. Um, Lorwyn has a cycle of um, monocolored uh, decks, like the one where... The hideaway stuff. There, There's the hideaways. Yeah, I, I like I, using those, actually. I like those in two and yeah. even three colors. Yep, yeah, hideaway sure. lands. Okay, I'll, I'll clarify that one. I like the green and the white ones. Yeah, <laughs> the blue, which depends on somebody having twenty or more cards. I was like I don't even think I've ever played on that. The blue, red, it's only white. Red, and green. red is questionable. That you get to play a spell for free if somebody's dealt seven damage or more. That's just less likely than attacking with three creatures or having mm. ten or more power. Yeah, which is green and white. Um, and the black ones, nobody can have like cards in their hand. Mm. Like that's pretty tough as well. Unless you're again, you mind sliced. Um, so those are, uh, I think this is where you also play like the B, like the common cycle lands that you got in mm. uh, modern horizons. Cause like if you're getting flooded, you're able to just get rid of it and draw another card. But again, um, you're one color with it, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That you, you know, we're monocolors. So yeah. it's just, um, just ways to draw more cards is important because mm-hmm. you don't have the ability always in every color. Uh, the Alliance lands that when they come into play, sacrifice a basic land of that type. Like Kaldurin Outpost comes into play, sacrifice a planes that's not tapped. Then it can tap and yeah. create. Like Yeah, you have a lot more I th- options I think that's, with, with the utility stuff there. But, but again, those I don't play in two color or three yeah. color. Like That's where it's important to be like, I much rather play those in one color. Uh, I'll probably play those. Uh, the war post I'll probably play in I've, two. It just not had it. Like they just don't work for me. So it's probably where I got to play more basics. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where like when you play enough and you're testing your decks enough, you got to go, this doesn't work for me mm-hmm. and how I'm building it. And it's not, 
it's not good enough for me to adjust my deck. Sometimes there are cards where you're like, okay, I need to figure out how to make this work in here because this is awesome. And then other cards, you're like, this is just utility. Fuck it. It doesn't work. Yeah. I've had Keldoran Outpost either stuck in my hand or not be able to use because I got rid of my only other white source way more times. <laughs> it's like 50-50 for me. It's so fucking annoying. So I just, and I don't even consider the other ones when I... The blue one's to interesting. Two. Blue ones, yeah, again, not bad. Yeah, um, that but one, it, it's monocolor for me. Yeah, uh, I'll probably get those. Those are probably at two at the most. Like if I go three, I won't have those. <laughs> it's not very often I play monocolor, so I can't really say all the times. Ilrog is the only one I can think of recently that I've ever that I've built in probably the last like five years. I can't even think of another monocolor deck I've built. You know, I I think I've appreciated a little bit more. Um, I, I I do really like my Yogmoth deck. And I do like my white, mono white deck, white uh, god deck. Yeah, I, I do like both of them. So I think they're better. Than it just I give feels them limited for. so much, you know, sure. by just having the one color. Um. So one one more thing. The reason why this is like an important topic, we should have probably started out with this statement. But the reason I, I think getting a proper land base for a deck is more important than the rest of the your deck. deck. Yes. Um, We've said this multiple times yeah. throughout our cast. And so, so. Jeremy should listen. <laughs> because the, a, a major reason for me is I can take apart that deck and maybe 50% of the cards that are just like the spells, creatures, whatever, I might never use again. But all of those lands, at, if they're decent or what we just talked about, they're going I in will reuse deck. those. Yeah. And so I'm not wasting money when when i buy a land base and i think that's really important they're they're the best thing that you can do with your money there you're starting off with your toolbox when we talk yep. about your toolbox of cards this is what you start to build your deck with and this is what makes your deck go consistently good or consistently bad for sure you're going to run into issues where you, if you're running into mid game beginning game whatever and you're just like oh god i'm just missing that this color consistently if that happens more often than not now, what it's telling you is that you don't have your mana base fixed, right? Mm -hmm. And you need to get more of these kind of cards to help you not run into that problem. I don't run into that problem very often where I'm like, shit, I needed just this white or I needed one more of this color and mm -hmm. I'm fine. I typically have that all pretty leveled out with all the, the different colors and the mana mana fixing god i keep forgetting the name mana base mana base oh. mana, mana bases and mana fixing are two different ideas i always want to call them just the whole thing mana fixing yeah mana but, no i don't want to call them <laughs> mana fixing mana fixing mana fixing is like your cultivate yeah. your that's the the part where i said lean green and i typically with five colors lean green is when you get your stuff that mm -hmm. gives you support on your land. but when it comes to mana bases and just having the right cards and you're able to get to them properly. Mm. It's a huge, huge thing. I also think this is why <sighs> lands are my favorite thing. Like in the game, in the game, like they always have been. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, the art is the other thing of with uh, the lands. I feel like I, I like the art the most out of them all. But I just always the land is the best part of. I mean, you get good land, and you're gonna do well. You can make a shitty deck. It'll still be shitty, but it'll be a little bit better. If but you're... you'll at least be able to play your <laughs> yeah, shitty cards. Exactly. If you're not able to play your <laughs> shitty cards, no one knows what your deck yeah. is. If it's <laughs> just what are you there... doing? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I like playing. I like 
Turtles. I like turtles. With myself. <laughs> yeah, turtles. That's a better. That's a better joke. Can you cut me out talking <laughs> I, over you? I like turtles. Okay. I'll just put the the kid's voice in there. <laughs> I almost did that one other time, and I I wish I would have, because then this would be easy. Because now what I have to do is I have to re- <gasps> take that recording, cut it up, and then play it as a soundbite on my phone, and then nah, it's just. I like turtles. Behind the scenes shit. Never mind. <laughs> I was totally fine. I've never even been to Mount Vesuvius. Cool story, Hansel. Thanks, Olaf. Cool story, Hansel. Hansel. <laughs> I like turtles. Uh, okay, should we... Well, are we, we hope that you enjoyed that and then just space out. Um, and if there are if any other, other lands, things, yeah. if you have, uh, you know, post it underneath and just kind of go, hey, I like this for this reason, um, we might give you a thumbs up. Yeah. And, we and probably will because you made a comment anyway. Yeah, like, we'll hey. be like, ah, somebody talking to us. <laughs> What do we what do we do? It's a lot of people talking to us lately. It's a, it's, it's work weird. now. <laughs> weird. Uh, all right, should we move into our ANL question then? Yes. Uh, this one comes from Theodore Whalenstein. He's also a patron. So yes, thank you, thank you Theodore. Uh, he said, and we've kind of talked about this in previous episodes, but it's been a while since we did this. Pro- I think it was this year, la- this time last year. It's one of our higher downloaded ones back in the day. Oh, good for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, he said, what do you guys use to track your collections slash decks? And then I added specs because that's kind of what we had talked about when we did this all. Because the reason I added specs is because we don't really track our collections and decks. Um, yeah. I have a binder. It's card. more like organization. Or yeah, yeah. For us. So mine is cards that are over five dollars. I have a binder, two binders full. Uh and I actually keep that in a safe, but I have it all color coordinated and everything like that. So that's kind of when I go to start making a deck. Besides like researching online of cards that might work <laughs> well with that card, I'll go to my binders the first spot because those are the cards that I use the most. And that if they're five dollars or more. There's a reason they're that mo- that expensive. Typically, it means that people use them a lot, and that's why the price yeah, is higher. Yeah. Um, and then I do. I also have a binder where it's cards I think could get over that amount, and so those and those cards I'll keep in a binder, but I'll use those in decks. Like I won't make proxies of those. Everything that's the five dollars or more, I make proxies, proxies of. Um, what do you do for your? So I wait for stuff? Adam to make proxies. <laughs> Uh, no, so for my just organization, I have a box with all my green rares or anything a dollar or over. And when I'm making my deck, I just start down and go, what are my colors? Plop those boxes on my deck or on your desk, on my deck, (laughs) ruining my cards. (laughs) Um, and just go through them and just take out every card that I think is interesting. Um, I don't have to read the cards, so that probably speeds up the process because I'm just like, I know what this is. Mm. I, I know what they are just by the picture. Oh, good for you. And so that makes it easier. Sometimes I miss stuff. Um, and that's where like the internet comes in to help later because sometimes like I don't have that card or um, I missed it or I see, forgot I, what I, I probably flip-flop that. I go more internet first like to see what other cards interact with work it. with it and i'm like i own that one i own that one own that one own that one you know go through that and then after i got my 
small list or medium size. When I say small, it's probably like a hundred, no, it's like probably 50, <laughs> 60 cards. Then I go to the binders and see what else I missed that I normally have in a deck. See, and we're kind of getting into deck building a little bit here, but yeah, I, I avoid the internet to start off with because I don't want it to direct me in a certain way. No, no, no. Yeah. It, it, I, guess I want what, the let idea. Me, let me rephrase that. I have the commander that I'm going to, the general I'm going to use, and then I have an idea that I want to work. So I don't start with EDH rec. I start with card kingdom because then I can search for the, the flavor, mm-hmm. the name, like the flavor text, not flavor text. The, um, well, you can click on a card and you can see what other people bought with it. And no, you go, like, I'll, I'll, like, if I pick my commander, you're just talking about what the card does. Yeah, and you're looking so for if I'm looking all for your cards with prowess, something that yeah, or works. Coin you coin, know, yeah. anytime the card you know enters the battlefield, so then I'll kind of search through there and see what cards because it's normally <clears> the idea <throat> that I like before anything else and then so that's my first spot and then i go to edh right yes we are getting into deck building we are this is not (laughs) not the anl question okay so uh and so that's like i just have all of the cards that i use or look at at a regular base um and then yeah i would agree with that like once i start getting down cards that i really like and i have almost like a like if i'm down to i know that i need 61 cards if i'm like in the 70s uh, or like 60s, but not quite down to 61. Then I'll look up and go, oh, okay, you know what? These are some commons or uncommons that I did not consider that aren't over a dollar. And then I kind of throw them into the mix and see how they do. And mm-hmm. generally, like if I add in like seven, I'll cut like five of them. And mm-hmm. like two might make it. So I just know that it's such a low priority for those cards to probably not make it mm-hmm. that I just leave those until the end. And so, like, it's just look at the cards that I know that I like, that I think that are interesting, and I have them in, like, a two-row box at this point. Okay, so that's the part where you track your collection. Yeah, that's the tracking the collection part, yeah. I was about to be like, all right, track the collection, how we get here. Uh, And then tracking the decks, um, we have all of our decks on EDH Rec. Yeah, now they are. All the ones that we... No, not EDH. No, Rick. not EDH. Tapped, tapped out. Why didn't you I, correct me? I don't know. Tapped out. It didn't register net. in my head yet. It, like, yeah. it got like a quarter way through my ear. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah. Agree with everything T- Larry says. You yes. shouldn't do that. <laughs> I am wrong sometimes. Uh, but yeah, tapped out. So pretty much even the decks that I've killed now, it's not every deck that I've we've built, but uh, over the last two years, it's all the decks that we've had uh, are on there now. For sure. Now, um, the thing is, is... I don't change anything to that when I make changes. Yeah, it's later. like way more work than I want to like update a deck on Tapped Out. So I'll tell you, my Ilhrog deck is a lot different than it was before. Yeah, because uh, I added mono rocks and all that stuff. Where before I was like only creatures. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I, I don't go back in there and change it. So it, it's whatever. I guess we could at some point, maybe make an episode of it. Hey, eh, segment no, killer. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like boring enough to go through and update it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to talk about it as well. So that's how we track the decks. You guys can check that out on Tapped Out. Uh, and then specs. For you, yeah. How do you track that? I'm curious about how you check, track yours. I don't. Okay. Like, I just, um, I have them separate from a box that I, you know, I just kind of have them off. And when I... Do you know like the price that go you up? got them for, or you just kind of generally for the know? most part, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I Excel spreadsheet made a whole. I thing. for sure don't do yeah. that. Yeah, so I have the card, 
the quality of it, the set it was from, if it's foil, non-foil, the price I bought it for, the date I bought it for, the total price I bought. Because normally it's not just one card. It's like, you know, a play set, two play sets, three play sets. And then I also have like a total running for what I spent for the year, what I've sold for the year, uh, how much I've given to my boys. You know, I kind of have a separate where if I sell, if I make a profit off of something, I've said that before, 50% goes to them. Uh, And then I also have like a when I broke even date. So I kind of, when it breaks even, I make a green line across saying, oh, it broke even. Now I'm all free money at this point. Mm -hmm. And so I like to track that because then I like to see how long that spec took to become a good spec. And then once I'm done selling the cards, I have a separate Excel sheet that... I'll delete it from that tracking specs and I'll move it over to that of completed specs. Okay. And so out of those, I actually just looked at that the other day and I think I have like three that are not profitable, but that doesn't mean they're not profitable because I normally keep one for myself. Yeah. So if I buy eight cards, I'm so selling it's, it's seven. So it's like you still kind of paid for your own card. Right. So I like there was three of them that I lost on uh, that I've are completed specs. I have a lot that are just of <laughs> hundreds that are of specs just sitting there waiting, you know, to yeah. go or whatever. Uh, but there was like three that I lost on, but really I only paid like a couple bucks. You know, I was only like losing two or three dollars on them. But then mm-hmm. the rest is all pretty much profit on those. Yeah, you do a lot more. It's kind of crazy. I, I think to, you do a lot more specking. Yeah. Than I do as well. Well, it, it's crazy to think where we started with this. It started with that. With you actually saying, "Hey, this card," it was the uh, the green and red gal that you can play mm-hmm. an extra land. Okay, and you yeah, can return mean and Den. Yeah, mean and Den. You're like, this is very similar to um, Oracle Oracle Moldaya, and I was like, "Oh or yeah, Explore. Let's yeah. fucking get that card." So I bought like I think like fifteen or twenty of them, and then at the same point, I was like. All right, Oath of the Gate Watch, three hundred. <laughs> like, mine, mine was more successful at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, but that's what started. It was just like we didn't before. We didn't really do that. We just were like, "Hey, I got this card, and it's now worth this." Crazy. I only yeah. bought it for this, and so yeah. that was when we started actually like trying to find cards that were bef- you know before they went up, mm-hmm. because EDH drives a lot of prices. Yeah. So that was, I mean, is there anything else? I think that's about it. That's a little update. Yeah, that was it. Cool. Thank you, Mr. Wallenstein. <laughs> is it Wallenstein or Wallenstein? I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation before. <laughs> Please correct us. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he already has. All right. Uh, well, that should do it for this week. Um, you won't be able to hear Lowry's guest appearance for another week or so, but you guys should check that out at CMD Tower when that comes out yeah we'll we'll specify oh yeah we'll we'll know a little bit more on when it is going to come out and then when it does come out we'll also tag it on twitter so you guys can check that out as well so and thank you guys for the beer because that was delicious i wish i could lowry got three quarters of it and i got a quarter no 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 lowry's drunk you got 33 (laughs) percent the rule of thirds All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye.